Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. China Stories In-Depth New Zealand Fruit Giants Kiwi Battle in China Written by Zhou Tailai, Wang An, and Zhao Jiaorui Published by Caixin Global and read to you by Heather Mowbray. Zespri Group Limited owns the rights to the Sun Gold Kiwi Fruit, a yellow variety that the company began cultivating in the 2010s. There are more than 8,000 hectares of Sun Gold Kiwi Fruit planted in New Zealand, generating billions of dollars in exports every year. Farmers pay Zespri around 550,000 US dollars for the license to plant one hectare, or about two and a half acres of the fruit. China is Zespri's largest market, buying more than 100,000 tons of kiwis from the company every year and accounting for more than 20% of its global sales. But there are also more than 5,000 hectares of unauthorized sun gold plantations in China, undermining Zespri's business the company said. Since 2016, Zespri has made a variety of efforts to survey unauthorized sun gold plantations in China and resolve the problem, including negotiations with growers and authorities, as well as filing lawsuits. But no settlement has yet been reached. The Kiwi giant's headache in China sheds light on the country's lagging legal framework for protecting biological genetic resources, analysts have said. Kiwi growers in China see the kiwi as a native fruit that was exported to New Zealand in the early 20th century. But Zespri argues that the popular sun gold variety, also known as G3, was developed by the company with heavy investment and was smuggled into China. China is the world's largest kiwi producer, with annual production reaching 2.55 million tonnes in 2018, according to the most recent government data. The country accounts for 55% of global kiwi production. China is also one of the biggest consumers of the fruit. In 2019, the country imported 123,000 tons, worth 436 million US dollars. To defend its rights, Zespri sued a Chinese grower, who was believed to be the first to bring the G3 vine to China. Meanwhile, the company is also seeking to cooperate with other Chinese growers, in the hopes of turning their unauthorized plantations into partnerships. Daniel Matheson, CEO of Zespri, said the company had been in talks with local governments around China regarding authorization of the G3 plant. The discussions are underway, he said. The Sun Gold Dispute It all started with a man called Gao Haoyu, a Chinese man living in New Zealand. Now 43, he moved to New Zealand with his wife in 2005 and became a kiwi grower. In 2013, Gao bought a kiwi fruit orchard himself, planting the fruit for Zespri. Zespri was founded in 1997 and entered China in 1999, selling more than 200 million 
3.5 kilo boxes of kiwi fruits to more than 70 countries and regions every year, Sesbury controls 30% of the global kiwi fruit market. As a grower, Gao participated in the regular training organized by Sesbury and learned how to manage orchards. China's kiwi fruit plantation technology is at least 15 to 20 years behind New Zealand's, Gao said. Many planting technologies are not available here in China. Gao has been traveling between China and New Zealand since 2012, teaching planting techniques and management models to Chinese kiwi fruit growers. He returned to China to focus on the business in December 2018. In 2019, Gao became planting technical director of Shanxi Qifeng Plant Industry Co. Limited, a leading company in China's kiwi fruit industry. Gao shared his kiwi fruit experience on TikTok and traveled to major kiwi fruit planting areas across China to provide technical support and training. Sources in the industry said Gao made significant contributions to improving China's kiwi fruit planting technology. But Sesbury sued Gao for infringing on the company's kiwi fruit variety rights. In February 2020, the Auckland High Court of New Zealand ruled that Gao breached Zespri's plant variety rights and ordered him to stop the infringement and compensate Zespri with a sum of 15 million New Zealand dollars, or 10.2 million US dollars. Gao appealed, and the New Zealand Court of Appeal reduced the amount to 12 million New Zealand dollars in September 2021. What I'm facing now is bankruptcy and indemnity, Gao told Caixin over the phone. I just want to help Chinese people to bring the varieties to everyone, but I haven't made any money from it. All of Gao's property in New Zealand was frozen by the court. The court said Zespri's Sun Gold Yellow Kiwi is a new variety in which Zespri invested heavily. As of mid-2010, Zespri studied more than 50,000 potential new varieties. Only 40 entered a planting trial and three were tested for commercialization. The Sun Gold variety, G3, and Charm variety, G9, passed the tests. In 2010, Zespri started planting G3 on a large scale in New Zealand. The company owns the plant variety rights to G3 and G9 in many countries, including New Zealand, China, and the US. In 2016, Zespri learned that someone was planting G3 and G9 in China without authorization and sent executives to investigate. They met Shu Changqin, a kiwi fruit grower in Wuhan, Hubei province. Shu admitted that he had grown G3 and G9 in four orchards. He said he had licenses to grow them, but refused to tell Zespri where he got the vines. Based on its investigation, Zespri said it believes Gao imported G3 and G9 vines to China since 2012 and intended to license them throughout China. Zespri then filed suit. Gao told Caixin that he did bring G3 and G9 to China from New Zealand and give them to Xu in 2012, but he argued he'd never profited from it. Sun Gold Planting in China G3 is mainly grown in China's Sichuan and Shanxi provinces. According to Zespri, the G3 planting area in China reached 5,400 hectares in 2021. Zespri estimates that in the production season beginning in September 2020, Chinese fruit growers produced 10 million boxes of unauthorized G3. In the next five years, China's annual output of G3 may reach 30 million 
to 90 million boxes. In the current production season, starting in April 2021, Sesprey exported 27 million boxes of G3 to China. The New Zealand company said that some unauthorized G3 entered Sesprey's distribution channels in China, but most of them were sold in second and third tier cities as unbranded products or under other brands. The cultivation of G3 developed rapidly in Pujang in Sichuan province. A source in the Pujang kiwi fruit industry said growers introduced G3 three to four years ago. Without authorization, many Chinese growers are afraid to plant it on a large scale. Compared with Chinese kiwi fruit varieties, G3 is more resistant to disease, tastes better, and has a higher yield and price. Ivan Kinsella, Zespri China Vice President of Public Relations, told Caixin that when Gao and Shu first brought G3 to China, the price of the vines was very high. But after years of cultivation, the price has dropped significantly, allowing plantation of the variety to expand quickly. Facing the impact of unauthorized G3 grown in China, Sesprey has tried to cooperate with Chinese governments to buy G3 from local kiwi fruit growers and sell it under the Sesprey brand. Sesprey hopes to cooperate with Chinese growers and make the country a major planter of the fruit, Kinsella said. According to Huang Hongwen, director of the Lushan Botanical Garden at the Chinese Academy of Sciences, kiwi fruit was long a wild plant in China. In 1904, New Zealand teacher Isabel Fraser brought a few kiwi fruit seeds from Yichang, central China's Hubei province, to New Zealand. The seeds were then cultivated by nurseryman Alexander Allison. New Zealand developed its first kiwi fruit orchard in 1930, and began to export the fruit in the 1960s. New Zealand fruit farmers previously called kiwi fruit the Chinese gooseberry. In 1959, New Zealanders renamed it after the kiwi, a flightless bird about the size of a chicken that's unique to New Zealand, in order to open the U.S. market. According to Huang, commercial planting of kiwi fruit in China began with one hectare in 1978 and increased sharply to 40,000 hectares by 1996. Some kiwi fruits were introduced from New Zealand varieties, and some were cultivated from wild varieties in China. Since the 1970s, New Zealand researchers have introduced more kiwi fruit germplasm resources from China to cultivate better varieties. Kinsella said all kiwi fruit germplasm resources can be traced back to China. However, it takes a long time and a lot of resources to develop a new variety. Need for benefit sharing rules. Xue Daiyuan, a professor at Minzu University of China in Beijing, said G3 is a new variety. Cultivated by New Zealand researchers and protected by the plant variety law, Shuer said that under the United Nations Convention on Biological Diversity in 1992, biological genetic resources are subject to the sovereignty of each country. In 2010, the parties to the convention adopted the Nagoya Protocol on access and benefit sharing. China formally became a party to the Nagoya Protocol in 2016 and began to formulate relevant laws and regulations. In 2017, China issued draft rules on the access and benefit sharing of biological genetics, but formal regulations have not yet been issued. The draft rules stipulate that relevant entities must sign an agreement on access and benefit sharing in advance, subject to state review. 
China has established a biological genetic resource protection and benefit-sharing fund to collect 0.5% to 10% of annual profits from applicants. The seed law in 2015 also requires entities to share benefits when working with foreign companies. In September 2021, Guangxi province promulgated China's first provincial-level regulation for the access and benefit-sharing of biological genetic resources. Qin Tianbao, director of the Research Institute of Environmental Law at Wuhan University, said current Chinese law and regulations are still fragmented. Some fields have requirements, but some still do not.